up. Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grand Masters and Master Store Caster Dragon Rider. Oh, I pointed that way, but I'm trying to point to Dragon Rider in the... There we go. See, that's better. That's good. (laughs) Nope, I also got it wrong that way. (laughs) Just somewhere, especially we'll get it right. She's around here. Just She's above (laughs) me, so uh, this will eventually get point to her. And, of course, we have Smarms, so that should be Smarms. There we go. There we go. Uh, Yes, I pointed the right way. Huzzah! Okay. Um, so, uh, Smarms, do you want to go over last week's poll question? Because it was your poll question. Yes. So, uh, last week we asked which class has been the most surprisingly fun to play with, like, all the new releases. So, um, coming in as a tie is Warlock and Shaman at 13.6%. Um, and then... At 35.8% is Rogue. And then Other, uh, we have 37%. And so uh, Dragon Rider was just... I thought she was going to stop at just putting in Dragon Paladin. It was like the most exciting part of that. Exactly. Like, because I didn't include Paladin. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm kind of surprised that that other category was so big. But it's kind of fun to see. And... Um, all of y'all are missing out on shaman, is what I would like to say. <laughs> but you know, live your best life. Yes. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that did reply as well. We had there was like ten comments or something, but yeah, there was a mix: dragon Peld and shadow priest, and there a couple death knights. Uh, I think some other stuff, but it did seem like you know a lot of people were excited about some variety of stuff. Uh, well, I don't know if that's the case like now, but at least when we posted the poll question, certainly right? people were. Certainly we'll talk about something here in the news and then go and talk about it more in the main topic because that's all we're all anyone's talking about. So all right. Patch twenty four point zero point five was announced and implemented yes or it was Monday, right? It was implemented on Monday. Yep. So yesterday. At the time of this recording, I should say. So, um, which brings updates and fixes to standard. There's a ban in wild. And there's uh, some changes in battlegrounds and fixes in duels and such. So, we probably won't go into that last section, the last couple sections. But, so we're just going to run down this list real quick. So, we will start with the nerfs. First up, Unleash Fell. Uh, it it was old Mana Thirst 4. Now the Mana Thirst has been knocked up to 6. Uh, Relic of Dimension used to cost 5. Now it costs 6. Uh, Anubricon uh, used to be Battlecry, gain 8 armor. This turn, your minions cost armor instead of mana. New Battlecry, gain 8 armor. This turn, your next three minions cost armor instead of mana. Boon of the Ascended. It used to cost four. Now it costs five. Uh, Priestess Felish. Used to cost zero. Now it costs one. Necrolord Draka. 
used to cost four, now it costs five. Sinstone Graveyard used to cost two, now it costs three. Sketchy information. I'm noticing a trend here. Used to cost three, now it costs four. And Forsaken Lieutenant used to cost two, now it costs three. Um, and then I think really the biggest one, Prince Renathal. Old, your deck size and starting health are now 40. New, your deck, your deck size is 40. Your starting health is 35. Um, and then we have Tome Tampering is now banned in Wild. And then we have the buffs. So we have Corpse Bride. Uh, old Battle Cry, spend up to eight corpses, summon a Risen Groom with stats equal to that amount, uh, the amount spent. And now is Battle Cry, spend up to ten corpses, summon a Risen Groom with stats equal to the amount spent. Uh, Malignant Horror, at the end of, it used to be at the end of your uh, turn, spend five corpses to summon a copy of this minion. New, at the end of your turn, spend four corpses to summon a copy of this minion. Meat Grinder. Uh, old, battle cry, shred a random minion in your deck to gain three corpses. New, shred a random minion to gain four corpses. Boyt Fang was a 3-3, three, three. now it is a 3-4. Stitch Giant used to cost ten, now it costs nine. Yamar Deathbringer uh, used to be a 3-3, now is a 4-3. Rhyme Sculptor used to be a 3-3, now it is a 4-3. Obliterate uh, used to be old, or its old is Destroy a Minion. Your hero takes damage equal to its health. New, Destroy a Minion, your hero takes 3 damage. And Blood Tap. Old, give all minions in your hand plus one plus one. Spend three corpses to give them plus one plus one more. New, give all minions in your hand plus one plus one. Spend two corpses to give them plus one plus one more. So, whoo. That is a lot of changes in such a short period of time. <laughs> yeah. Feels really necessary though. I don't like, disagree. Played a lot of standard yeah. recently. <laughs> I do not disagree. I'm just saying it's a it's a big big change, and really that's all the news we have. And we will we can just move on to the main topic and and just really talk about these nerfs and buffs because it's it has shaken up the meta quite a bit. Like. Everything that was super powerful was hit. And like I I think that's I think that's great. Like some of the like more broken things that you can do have now been reined in just a little bit. Um, you know, your Nubricon. You can't just play <laughs> an entire board of minions <laughs> and do like sixty-four damage. <laughs> So, I, um, oh, I was going to say, like, you know, Anubrakhan, I was surprisingly not having a lot of trouble against. Um, I'm glad to see that some of these, like, more quick, fast-paced ones have been nerfed. 
so you know you like looking at the demon hunter and rogue i think is where i'm gonna see a lot of benefit personally on you know playing against those decks but um like i guess i like the anubricon way that they did it because for most people that's like three minions is a ton so you should still be getting a lot of benefit from it um without it just being absurd is my thought you can still do 64 damage in a turn still too if you have guff up (laughs) yeah if you have guff up you can still do 64 damage like so like it's still there you just can't like put like four uh you know final stage of uh astalor in your hand like you could before so like there, there. It's still very possible to do the combo. I mean, you can do it without it too, because you can either, um, you can just have an innervate and play Brand first before you play a Nubricon if you don't have Guff up. So, like, it's still extremely possible and very easy to pull off. So, like, it doesn't kill that combo. It just reigns it in a bit. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because uh, I like I saw that nerf and I thought, okay, that's kind of actually an interesting way to do that. Because um, I thought at first maybe for Denubricon they would change the mana cost, you know, so they'd make it like a couple turns later that you could do that, or um, you know, like that. That was my kind of first instinct. It's like, well, because if you change the effect, you don't really want to change like the you know, the kind of feel of the card itself, right? They don't want to take away the whole using your armor. And I'm sure they still kind of want like some of those other cards that they've printed, like, you know, in armor druid, they probably still want that to kind of be a thing. Uh, but yeah, like you said, kind of reins it in a little bit and and it's still possible to do some combos. So I'm, I feel like it's not really going to go anywhere, uh, but that it's, it's still at least going to force people to have to make sure that they have, armor and mana if they want to do like the whole thing that they were doing which i i'm I'm happy with that i think that's a pretty good balance of like still allowing it but also kind of changing it so i need to i need to know how you feel about the the elephant in the room the renathal nerve how does that make you feel dragon rider because or, oh. I was going to ask Dragon Rider first because she was <laughs> yeah. very vocal about R- Prince this Renathal. This I've been calling for. <laughs> so I'm happy because I wanted this nerf like a while ago. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm curious to see how it will actually feel like in practice. Um, So, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because I'm not sure if it's like still going to be quite as cool for people who enjoy the Renathal style decks. But, you know, maybe the 35 will still be good. I don't know. I'm I was kind of curious if they were gonna do like 36 just to keep it at like an even number. Cause like I don't know for me, like the odd numbers like feels <laughs> <laughs> even though I was thinking like 35. That's like but... a normal number. I'm sorry. I know, I know. 36 it... <laughs> would like drive me insane. That would make me like physically uncomfortable. 
<laughs> I I think for me it's like duplicates of cards. Like if I wanted to have duplicates, then that thirty five would just be like super weird because then I'd be like, well, I can't have. Like, I'd have to have an odd number, which I guess you have legendaries, which are one-ofs anyways, but, like, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. But, yeah, I could see how 36 would be super, like, <laughs> weird and awkward, too. I mean, you still get, like, the 40 cards. It's just the 35 health. I actually think this is a great way to, like, nerf this without... Um, I'm always a huge fan when they change just, like, a little bit in the mm-hmm. body of the text rather than doing anything outside. Uh Combined with, you know, I know, Don, you were talking about those people that really enjoy, like, the 40 health games. and But it's, like, for a person like me who has to play against those people who loves the short, quick games, it's, like, this is this is a nice balance. This is a nice compromise between our two play styles because if I have to play another game that goes to, like, turn 20 again, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> so... Ah, so you're telling me you've never had a game end in turns? Uh, It's been a while. And like, I just, you know, as somebody who loves the quick, you know, you know, by turn five on how your deck's doing. I just like, please, please don't make me slog this out against this. The other thing is I won't concede, which is my personal problem. Um, so even if I know I'm going to lose, it's like, well, what if they like have to get called away to dinner or something? And so like, they have to leave this game. I'm going to play this to the very end, even though I know I have no win condition left. So that's fair. No, I, I totally get it. Um, I am, I generally try and finish my games as well. Um, unless it's just hopeless or I'm already dead on board, I'll concede then just to speed things up <laughs> but um i think it's i think it's interesting yeah i i mean i'm i'm a player that plays the more slow grindy decks anyways so like um i think this is interesting um i think it gives uh aggro decks a little bit more of a shot uh in like dealing with a deck that has 40 cards so it's i think it's an interesting I think there will I think there will be fewer Renathal decks. Um but like Druid's probably still going to rock it pretty hard just because there's so much draw in Druid that you can still like justify having that and the the cards you get um I mean the the how fast you can go through your deck with Druid is just uh pretty crazy so like I don't foresee that being the end of it in Druid, but maybe some of the other decks where the 10 life was a a big enough thing that you put in 10 additional cards. So maybe not for that, but I think it'll be interesting because Renathal has warped the meta since he came into it, right? Like it's been a, big freaking deal like being able to have 10 more life 10 more cards so i'm interested i'm i'm very interested to see is there was there any nerfs that like surprised you guys like was there anything that like stood out to you that was just like what i don't think that need nerf or like or you know you just didn't think they would hit something I was 
surprised that the and this might just be I've gotten lucky on the decks that I've had to play against. I have not had to play against a ton of Miracle Rogue. So to have the Sinstone um, Graveyard be the thing that gets nerfed in Rogue was kind of surprising to me. Uh, but once again, that could just that's my anecdotal. Um, I've mainly been saying the other type of Rogue, which don't know its name. It's the one that I play, though. Death Rattle? Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's... She probably should have guessed that by all the things <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, it, I mean, it was Mind Rogue before. Now it's just, like, straight-up Death Rattle for for the most part. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, that... Dragon, do you have anything that surprised you? Um, I mean, like, not necessarily surprised. Like, you know, looking through these nerfs, the couple of things for Demon Hunter... You know, the Druid, couple of priest cards, and Rogue. Not really surprising. Um, if I had to say the most, like, for me, the one that was, I guess, kind of the most surprising is Relic of Dimensions getting hit. Um, just because, like, I could see how it's been powerful, but I feel like it's it's only recently powerful because of, you know, the, the kind of quest deck being back but they also unleashed or uh, did the unleash fell nerf. So I guess the fact that I saw like both they nerfed the unleash fell and relic of dimensions in the same hit was a little surprising. Um, Cause I, I, I guess if I had a pick, I would have thought that they would have just done like one and then see how it went and not done both at the same time. So that that was kind of where I was a little bit surprised there. But some of this I feel like um, for sure either is stuff that I'm like, I'm not surprised. Like it probably could have been hit a while ago um, or it's now finally getting to the point where they're they're kind of just nerfing it now at this point um, to let other stuff have some space for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, with Relic, it makes a lot of like i was actually that that one didn't surprise me after i saw really what it can do like how much especially with the uh the silver moon the spell damage the uh that one i can't remember the card no, uh name but the one the plus two spell damage can't target the enemy hero well turns out fell barrage and uh unleash fell doesn't require you to target your opponent's face to hit them in the face so you can do like mass with with those discounts you can do such massive damage in a single turn it's ridiculous so like that one what i was kind of surprised with is um uh a neck draka i didn't think they'd hit draka honestly i thought they would hit the sinstone graveyard like Ske- I said something about sketchy loot or information last week, and like Forsaken Lieutenant makes a lot of sense. Draca, I was like, I know it's like a, a a key, but like it doesn't. I wasn't sure that they would actually like increase the mana, but like that slows that deck down considerably. So, uh, I I think that was very necessary, just because. Damn, does, does 
Nothing like getting hit with like a 14-14 on turn four or, you know, like a 16-3 dagger and, <coughs> excuse me, it was just, yeah, the the things that deck could do in such a shorter period of time that that's just like, well, if you drew well enough, the game's just over. It doesn't really matter. There's like very few things to come back from that, so... Uh, so let's kind of go through, um, I figured, so it looks like, so uh, buffs. Yes, exactly. The buffs. Sorry. I, Tome Tampering got banned in wild, so we can just say that, yeah. but yeah, you know, I'm not like, I just going through the, the buffs initially, I'm not super impressed with any of the buffs, like, I, I feel like they could have gone a lot uh, more ham on like, yeah. making Death Knight powerful, particularly since they like you know hamstringed it so much upon the release. Mm-hmm. Like, please just give us a few weeks of it stupid. Like, I just I want the overpowerful stupid for a few weeks, and I know that's not you guys' thing because you want consistency and all that. But like, just give me the unhinged class for just a little bit, just a little bit as a treat. It's a little bit of a treat. <laughs> yeah, no, I was actually kind of curious, like, what you thought overall. Because these buffs, so, like, we're, we're talking about these buffs. How many cards were buffed here? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. And they're all Death Knight cards, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, that is so many cards. Not only to buff at once, but from the same class yeah and and of course there is the the rune system right so that could kind of change things up a a bit but will it i i'm actually kind of hesitant like if it if if all of this is actually still going to be enough to make death knight more viable like so the things that stick out to me the most are Rhyme Sculptor, um, which was a card that was 100% getting played in Frost. Um, it was a 3-3. Now it's got that 4-3 uh, stat line, which is, you know, that more aggressive stat line. So I think that lends itself. But that was a card that if you were playing Frost Death Knight, you were probably already playing. So, like, that's just gravy. I think, like... The card that like got a buff that will cause it to see play is um, obliterate. Like used to like you could destroy a uh, you know a uh, what do you call it the um, uh, insatiable devourer and have to take like twenty six damage, but now it's just three no matter what it is. So like that card just went from being like uh i don't know like i might occasionally take it if i need to clear something off a discover to like if you're if you have a blood rune in your deck um there's a there's a chance you could run this like it goes it makes a big difference like that is certainly one of those things where it's like i I don't know i feel strongly that that was a nice a nice change for it and um and that that's like yeah one card out of nine Mm -hmm. like they've it seems that they've already kind of acknowledged that they 
uh, were too focused on balancing death knights rather than like making it um, that they kind of, you know, didn't make them nearly as strong as they needed to be. So I feel like obliterate is the only one where they came out swinging. And so that mm-hmm. only affects like one third of the decks that death knight gets. Whereas like the other ones, a lot of these are, I'm sorry, but like a four, three versus three, three on a card that has an effect it's not nearly as enticing as changing the effect itself to be more powerful. Um, and I wish they'd done more of the... I know, like, it's about, I think, 50-50 on whether they changed the effect or, like, the actual stats on the card. Um, maybe. But uh, I feel like if they already knew that they, ner- or, like, had... Uh, you know, really uh, leashed Death Knight. Why not? Just once again, I'm just begging for the unhinged. But you know, what? Yeah. I could harp on about that all night. So I feel like, yeah, no, I like I kind of had that same thought too. Though, like looking through some of the changes, like okay, the Deathbringer, they made it from a three mana three three that has taunt in the Death Rattle to a three mana four three. Like okay. It kind of just feels meh. And we have seen now, to be fair, I feel like we have seen changes like this where they change, you know, maybe they decrease the attack or the health of something and it does make an impact. But those are cards that are like being played a lot. (laughs) And then they change those. Uh, Like I think one of the most recent ones was they changed the stats on the stag in Hunter, right? Off of the wild seed. And that did feel like it made an impact on the body. Or uh, they did the same thing with school teacher, right? They changed the body of school teacher, but that was something that was being played in multiple decks. Something that I feel like we're not necessarily seeing a ton of. Yeah. Like changing just the stats. I don't know. It doesn't, the whole Marie Kondo thing, right? Like it doesn't really spark joy for me here. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. mm, I don't, I don't know if I'm really like that all excited to play this. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and I'm like, I'm looking at like stitch giant and I'm like, stitch giant doesn't really make sense because like unholy tends to be the deck that like, I'm just going to spam a bunch of tokens and then buff it up and kill you. Like, that's, like, their thing. And, like, uh, I just, I'm like, why is this card unholy? Because it just, it doesn't feel like it fits in. And now it, you can use one less corpse to get a free 8-8. And it's like, okay, that that's way too slow for what I want to do anyways. So, it's, I don't know. I, that's, that's one of the things I'm just like. None of these, like, really, like, the only, that's why I said when we talked about it, like, Rhyme Sculptor, like, that card's just getting played anyways, so it's not, like, doesn't really change anything. Like, the 4-3 is, like, a more aggressive stat line, but, like, it was seen play before, so, like, turns out nothing's really gonna change with a buff. It's, it's still, its effect's still good, and it's still gonna see play in that, in that regard. Um, but like, I, I don't think I've seen Corpse Ride. I don't think I've seen Malignant Horror. Um, 
I've seen Meat Grinder and White Fang like once or twice. Uh, like all this other stuff, it's like like r- reducing the like corpse count by one doesn't seem anywhere near sufficient enough. Like, like I don't know. The corpse mechanic is su- super interesting. I like it, but it is slow. It is a slow mechanic. I wonder if it would benefit from something like what Paladin has, where you have like permanent effects to the all your little golden dudes whose name I can't remember. Silverhand recruits. Um, there we go. Not golden at all. Turns out silver. All right, that's fine. Um, but where like, what if you could get like permanent buffs on your little corpse guy or like a your hero power thing um do we think something like that would be because i'm trying to think of like what could change death knight as a total class without going and tweaking every single individual card because like they tweaked nine cards and that does seem like a lot until you consider it's really only three cards you know like i guess like four cards considering a lot of them are neutral but um you know if they were to give us a card like that eventually where it would just make Death Knight kind of a bear to deal with and actually, I don't know, more fun because it's just dominating. I think I think the issue here is, honestly, um, they kind of kneecap themselves in a design space with the runes. Like, it, they're not, like, each rune doesn't get 10 cards of its own. Like, each card rune type has a a mixed type of runes and it's like so you're designing essentially for three different deck types and like it the direction feels kind of like blood is the one that feels like the most defined like this is a control deck you want to gain health, you want to, you know, regain lifesteal, like, you're going to do a bunch of this stuff, and then, like, I'll, I'll wear them down, like, you know, and Frost is, like, DPS, uh, you know, like, you're you're bursting out from hand, and then Unholy is, like, a token druid. So I feel like it's it's really hard to, like, do something that, like, benefits because you're you're essentially building multiple archetypes in the same class it's just i don't i think it's a super cool and an interesting thing i just i don't think there's enough cards for it right now yeah well on that like thinking of like what if the buffs that they were going to do instead of being like once again i'm just not you know, I think we've all kind of talked about how the individual card buffs aren't as exciting as they should be. But like, what if the buff was to be like, mm, you can have five rooms now. You have five rooms to play around with. And so you just get like a lot more options or just something that helps it as a whole. And I know like, I know they'll never change the hero power, which kind of sucks. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to think of like, because I think what you bring up is like a good point. It has so many split focuses that it's really difficult. But I think if you could have some overlapping where like you can get the really good cards from the different rune types kind of mixing with each other, 
then maybe it could turn into a better class. I don't know. I know these are things that they'll yeah. never do. Like, they're never going to touch that. I 100% acknowledge <laughs> that. But, like, it seems like a fun thing, right? I mean, it's interesting it to be. talk about because, like, obviously, the, like, Death Knight has issues. And, like, I think it's worth just talking about just figuring out, like, you know, just looking at it and seeing, like, well, what, what, do, you, what do we think is the issue with it? And, like... Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting to be like maybe if we had more rune slots we could, you know, mess around and do something a little bit more interesting. So I don't know. It, yeah. It's it's definitely it you know, it's one of those things that like you know that that you know a, a few years ago they had the the thing where they're like this is we're going to focus on classes identities. You know, like you know, like the strength of a of a class and like what they tend to do. And I'm like, what does Death Knight tend to do? Like, it's only been out for a couple weeks, but like, it doesn't tend to do any one thing. It's like a jack of all trades. Like, you know, it can do a bunch of different things, but doesn't do any one thing particularly well. I, I mean, yeah, it, that and like, I, I think one of you or, or both of you touched on it already. But for me, I, I don't think there's enough cards. Like there are maybe a couple cards that do seem like on their own that they should be very powerful, but the rest of the cards don't support it enough. So like you said, it doesn't seem like it's not doing like it's it's really not doing much because I don't think that there is enough support for the couple of like really powerful cards. And, you know, I was kind of wondering, like looking through these, do either of you think that these could be uh, buffs that they are kind of setting up ahead of time? Like that they're kind of buffing these uh, because they know what's coming out in the mini set or the next expansion and that these will be good then. I was going to say, like, I do wonder if these are kind of toned down because they know that the mini set or like, you know, the, that mini set is what it's called. The mini expansion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, is going to be, I mean, I obviously imagine it's going to be completely death Knight focused and maybe, they have some just like absurd cards there to where like they're like if we give too much here then like this mini set release is going to just destroy everything else but i don't know that's kind of like why are you making me wait two months to have all my fun just nerf the things back when we get to there you know it's you you've already had them at one stat just change them again like change them back that's fine i don't i don't know i mean it would make sense on why they seem like they're being so cautious but i don't know it's like all of us are too impatient for that like what are you guys doing come on It's definitely, like, I guess, like, here's, like, I, I, I was just kind of flipping through my collection just real quick looking around. I'm like, how many cards does Death Knight have as opposed to, you know, like, 
demon hunter or a druid or something that has six sets worth of cards, right? Like mm-hmm. druid or you know, like demon hunter has six sets worth of cards plus the core cards. Also, are the demon or the death knight cards that came out in this set are they getting rotated at the next rotation? Like, how does that work? Cause I have to. I think so. Oh, God. They need to make which, an exception for that. Like that's... Hold on. Wh- which ones are you talking about? The... I'm, t- I'm talking about March of the Lich King. D- those Death Knight cards, do they get rotated at set? Yeah. I don't. Why wouldn't they? Uh, I don't know because we've only had um access access to them for I guess I I don't know. Well, they'll I mean they'll rotate not this coming April, but oh yeah, that's right. Oh in, yeah, I yeah, was no. gonna say I forgot. So like a year yeah. and four months. Yeah, no, I'm I'm being silly. We'll yeah. yeah, so that's, that's why I was like, wait, am I missing something? <laughs> so I guess I guess that's the issue though, right? Because like I know they have the path of Arthas, right? So like that's you know that but that's not how many cards is in path of harvest uh one two three four uh so 24 26 cards which each class has 30 for a full year plus you know whatever they get in the mini set so like 32 to 33 cards so they're seven or eight cards behind most other classes when they hit the expansion. You can't even count it as seven or eight cards behind. Yeah. It's because they are also, because you're like, um, bifurcated the runes. It's way less cards. Um, which is why I think like making it absurdly powerful. Isn't the worst idea because you are hindered by this other effect of the runes. Mm hmm. It is, <laughs> I am not jealous of, like, <laughs> like, when they came out with Demon Hunter, it they had a pretty straightforward, like, it was like, here's a one-mana hero power, you get one attack, like, you can go face, the, you can be aggressive, or you can heal, like, I don't know, it just, it, like, Demon Hunter's identity was, you know, there there's a few different like little archetypes they tried to like push through like big demon hunter, but like for the most part like you know, it's been pretty cohesive and a lot of decks have had pretty cohesive pieces come together and I'm just like the difference the the real difference is like if I decide I want to play a priest deck with uh benedictus and have only shadow spells in my deck i can still play it as a control deck you know i still have access to all the other spells and you know all the other minions but if i want to play you know you know uh more again um and i want that card in my deck and i want to play like uh blood boil you know and vampiric touch like I can only play blood rune cards at that point in time. So like I can't use Horn of Winter. I can't use any of the other like frost or unholy stuff. So and, and then you rely on, you know, 
neutral cards. So you see Scorpid coming out a lot. You see School Teacher a lot. Like, and I'm like, this seems like a bit of a problem. It's the the way the class is split. Again, I know I'm harping on this, but it feels like that's the issue and like i don't know that like more cards is going to solve it you you might hit like they might hit a good archetype but it just feels like really weird how it is it like in practice when you see it it's just like i if i want to use this cool blood card all of a sudden i need all three blood runes and i can't access like some other cool cards that might make this all blood card very good and it's just like like morgan's like a cool card it does three damage at the end of the turn for the rest of the game that's a cool effect that card does not carry that deck like that card can't like carry the deck and like you can't like horn of winter and like try and do something else cool with it and like or lady death whisper you know and like poke you know, push damage like that. So it's just like, it, it feels incomplete right now, I guess is, is how I feel about it. So. I mean, I think it's fine if (laughs) there's a deck that can't do like all the things. Yeah. Cause you know, we already have that anyways with Druid. So just, it's fine. Don't worry about it. No, just, um, it's yeah. And that's why I think like, the the triple rune cards specifically are some of the cards that I kind of was referring to earlier where I think there are some really powerful death knight cards and there's some really cool effects you know more grain is one of them and I think I've you know I've seen people trying it and using it and it does do some work it does you know tend to at least put some pressure on but it's just I I don't think the rest of the cards like no it, it's not enough on its own but then there's not like support from the rest of it you know it's like it's like if you had a computer chair where you're like wow this is a really great cushion but like you don't have legs underneath to actually hold you <laughs> up and like sit on like <laughs> you know you're you're missing yeah. pieces and I, for me that's kind of where i feel like death knight specifically is is kind of at right now it's like you kind of have some pieces they're just not really I don't think supporting each other for like a complete deck that's kind of holding up to the rest of the meta. And I think some of the other things like we saw with the nerfs, I mean, some of those have just been really, really good too. So that, you know, those kind of things have kind of overpowered the meta. And then people are like, well, why would I want to try this like decent, okay-ish thing when I can just play this like clearly overpowered broken thing so i'm really curious to see if there will be more people trying out death knight and if it kind of will uh rise up a bit more i mean maybe at like the lower ranks it's still being played but at the higher ranks and like higher legend it really severely drops off in play rate and that is you know ultimately where they look first for or like one of the huge factors right of looking for what things to to nerf and change so i i really would like to 
to see some more death knights because yeah it's it's the new cool thing i like i don't want them to be super broken or like they have to make day one changes but i want them to be played (laughs) yeah i think the other thing that's kind of weird about it to me at least is they aren't really like super focusing on what makes death knights as a class special so you know like with demon hunter say you know with the you have a lot of things that give your hero attack because that's what your hero's good at and so you have like things that synergize with that and i don't know i'm almost thinking that they're they buffed these cards in a way that they typically buff things when the whole point of death knight was that it was supposed to be cool and different and so i feel like your buffs need to be cool and different and take on a different form so you know, I feel like it's a very standard way of looking at it and like a very overly cautious, which is just like, a that's not necessary to be overly cautious in this, guys. Uh, yeah, I agree. But um, so like I, you know, once again, harping back to my like million ideas on what they could do. I would almost rather see like the hero power. What if it was like two one ones with rush and they still died at the end of the turn, but then you could do way more with the corpses I think the corpses, like, you know, Kat, you said earlier, they are kind of slow right now. But imagine if you could get those as, you could have a lot more fun effects that are still expensive, but because if you're, like, generating a lot more corpses each time, then it could be, like, an okay thing. I don't know. I think two, like, with charge, maybe that could be too much. Whatever. Balance, I guess. <laughs> well, the problem is the fact that you can you have anti-magic shell and you have other cards that can buff things on the board. Like those tur- those turn in from two damage to eight damage real quick, you know. And that's I think that's where the um, the hesitation to give you two corpses come from. Anytime you are playing a deck that can buff a bunch of tokens then all of a sudden getting an additional token is going to um (laughs) make the deck very powerful in like an absurd way so like i agree something like and i'm not even saying that that's a bad idea that might be the idea that that takes the course mechanic to to a more usable level because i mean there are there are like ways other ways to generate corpses obviously um but like even then like most of your stuff like the stitch giant you have to put together you have to spend nine corpses like that's so that means you have to have generated nine corpses and and use them and use them so like I mean, your hero power costs two. So essentially your most consistent corpse generator, you get one corpse for two mana. Because you always have access to that. So like, that doesn't seem like a good trade-off. Like, it is a charge minion. Maybe if you changed it from your hero, you know, they, they get rush and they don't die at the end of the turn i i don't know like i'm just i'm just spitballing here like like right now i I think that's what we're all doing because yeah (laughs) pretty much like with if it was a standard class then 
the standard way that they've known how to do nerfs makes sense. They've had years of data of what to do at this point. The thing is, like, if it was advertised as this, like, new and different than any other class, then it seems like the stuff that you do to, like, buff or nerf it needs to be different than any other class. Um, it's like it's like three different classes in one class. Yeah. With the runes. And... Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I am not envious of anyone on that team because this does not seem like an easy job. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to come off like we're like criticizing them and, you know, telling them how to do their jobs because I, you got me. <laughs> yeah. I am. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously they're doing a good job. Yes, exactly. It's just, it's like a different yeah. thing. And I think. Um, you know, I think there is a lot, particularly in any sort of corporate environment, to a desire to do the safe thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so and and I they and like you've said, they they're using their same mentality that they've used in the past, which is sir. I think it served them well for the most part. So like yeah. that makes sense that they would continue and. As Dawn pointed out, we don't know what's coming in the mini set. So these changes might be very impactful. Um, in, once the mini set comes out, there might be more cards coming for Death Knight than anything else, which would make sense because they're the ones that need the cards the most, right? So we still got like yeah. a month and a half till mini yeah. set, right? At least. Yeah. yeah. That seems really far away. Yeah, for like wanting this Which... to be a fun, splashy class. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're good. I was gonna say, like, for me, I'm I'm honestly looking more ahead and looking forward to rotation and actually see. But you know, that's even farther out than the mini set. Uh, mm -hmm. Clearly, that's not till like early April. But yeah, you know, I just I, I do feel like there's kind of a lot of pieces at work here right like like we've been saying they kind of didn't want to make it too powerful because they feel like you know they did that with demon hunter so they stepped back but maybe they stepped back a little too far uh, and they didn't like yeah. risk enough um but then at the same time they tried to do something different and like how is you know the I guess, uh, you know, the splitting up of cards amongst the, the rune types impacting and the less cards. But I think once we hit rotation specifically, I think that's when it's really going to have a good chance to shine. Um, because a lot of the cards, I think, in the other classes that kind of have been in the meta for a while that have kind of made those decks, those archetypes stick around as long as they have will be rotating and leaving mm -hmm. and i think that's also a good opportunity where at that point you know they'll have changes to the core set happening um you know and there'll just be more things going on and then uh i, I feel like we kind of seen this with demon hunter over the years too once we then hit that second rotation where then death knight for sure has like the full package of cards like they did some stuff and maybe they're gonna do that here too but they did some stuff with demon hunter 
uh, where they like added extra stuff or, you know, Demon Hunter kind of got some extra cards along the way to bolster how many cards it had. Uh, And so far, like there's not really anything like that quite the same for Death Knight. So I think if they do that or once we have at least one rotation, but specifically two, and then Death Knight is kind of more incorporated, I think that's when we'll really start to see, you know, more like whole and more complete balance. Right now, it just feels like it's totally out of whack because like everything. But it also just doesn't make sense for me for like a, I don't know, I'm not it's like not quite business perspective but like a attachment perspective like for demon hunter they had stuff where it was so powerful it immediately hooked you in when it was fresh and shiny so you'd be like willing to wait that stuff out whereas like i do kind of worry with the way that it's going now that nobody's going to get super attached to uh death knight and as someone who desperately wanted to get attached to death knight that's kind of so sad I do not disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. To be the best. Like, yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that in a way that kind of touches, which we're not going to get into that today, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, the classic thing of, of first of all, of uh, people who only play certain classes, right? You have kind of the class mains who, when their class isn't very powerful, it feels really bad because they've, want their class that they play to feel good and when their the class that they play is really good and everybody hates on it it sucks because then they're like well well everybody's just complaining about it now it's going to get nerfed and that's the class that i like you know so you have that but i mean it's just like the the age-old thing of control decks versus aggro decks and you know if aggro decks are good then people who like control stuff aren't as happy you know because you have quick games and they want their low their slower more grindy games and then vice versa you know people when you have those more control type metas people who want those just fast quick 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 games aren't happy and it's like there's got to be some give and take because it is a in like an immensely huge player base right so there there's gonna have to be times where certain classes aren't as good certain classes are better and that will kind of change you know, and flow between them. But, you know, if I don't know what they're aiming for is like 45% win rate. Like, is that what they're aiming for? Is that good? Is that I, balanced? I hope not. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So it's like, but if, if like, is it ever going to be possible for all 10, 11 classes to actually be at like a 50% win rate? Probably not. I think, I think it's fair that like, things swing and shift like obviously i have the classes that i like to play which are very different than the classes of the people who got me into hearthstone and so like i think we've all kind of it's fine that there's like this ebb and flow it just doesn't make sense to not put the shiny thing in on the very powerful side of the ebb and flow yes i agree i mean it 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 does feel super weird too because a lot of the decisions and and Granted, maybe this is a difference in like the marketing social side of Blizzard versus the design team because they, you know, they don't control everything, right? Like the design team yeah. is only doing co- design. Like they don't have any control or say over what happens with like the esports stuff, for example. But, you know, they did all this, like you said, promotion. They did 
the death knight show match thing you know they really tried to showcase it and and all of this they even made uh the well i think we talked about it last week that interesting decision of saying for worlds that death knight couldn't be banned and then it's like okay well death knight doesn't feel great so it's to to be fair you didn't have to worry about banning death knight not getting banned no one brought death knight no (laughs) it's like that's should be an indicator that they needed to go way harder on the buffs Mm -hmm. in a more systemic way so it's either like okay you buff these nine cards nine sounds like a lot but because it's such a like a systemic issue across the entire class i feel like if you're not gonna buff something that affects the class as a whole then you needed to have buffed like 20 cards i know which is like almost all of them but mm-hmm. good yeah i mean i don't think that's the most absurd thing in the world either so no yeah okay well i think that that ends our main topic that is quite a load <laughs> to talk about like <laughs> It's very, I I love this. This is just, it was super cool to talk about this because it's um, definitely one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's just very interesting to look at it. And I think that's cool, but I'm with you. I think I would, I'd like to see Death Knight turned up to 11. Like, I think that would be cool, but we may not get that for some time. And you know what? That's that's okay. But I am I'm still I'm still excited to see what's coming. And like you know, like I'm always going to be attached to Death Knight because I played a Death Knight in WoW and like the Arthas arc in Warcraft War is like my favorite part of Warcraft. So like Uh I'm always going to be a big fan of that. So like. that's an easy sell for me so (laughs) i am i am definitely one of those people who's just gonna i'm i'm a fanboy for this particular point in warcraft slash blizzard history so like i i'm i'm a fangirl for it so that's just that's just how it is so okay so we thought we'd do a poll question related to death knights since they are the ones who got the buffs so with the buffs to death knight which rune do you think benefited the most frost blood unholy or a mixed archetype with more than one rune so i don't know <laughs> it was it was an idea i wanted to give us a fourth option so um yeah. I know my vote. <laughs> I mean, I think I know my vote too. So it makes okay, sense well, to me. Yeah. So, well, wait. Okay, Sparms, what do you think? I I wanted to know. I want to know <laughs> what we think. Uh, it's. I mean, blood. But oh, I like. Sorry, if we're not supposed to like outright say, but like, yeah, the only one, <laughs> and blood was the only one that was doing well to begin with so i um you know maybe they're just putting all their eggs in this one basket however come on guys just like just go ham with the buffs there's there's no reason not to like 
Wait, what's the harm? Like, I understand why they didn't change anything before, like, worlds and stuff. But at this point, like, this is a game that most people play for fun. Mm -hmm. I would have to say 99.999% of your uh, player base is doing this for kicks and giggles. So just go buck wild. Like, there's there's no reason not to. I mean, Anyways, no, I, I feel like I could keep harping on this <laughs> all day. So, like, you better not let me talk again. You're not wrong about that, to be fair. So, um, I'm kind of with you there. So, I think, I think they could have done more. Like, and I don't think it would have been the worst thing in the world if they would have cranked it up to eleven. So, yeah. uh I, I think it's blood, too, personally, just because I think Obliterate yep. became way better. <sighs> yeah. Yep. That was my vote, too. I think I think the uh, the blood... I, I think second and kind of close, though, for me is uh, the Unholy, actually. But that also might just be because, like, I really wanted Unholy stuff to, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to work and be, be good. Um but you know, as as always, we will talk about uh, the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us uh, the show on Twitter at Doctor Three HS. You can email the show at Doctor Three HS at gmail dot com. You can follow the top pin tweet on our. Uh, twitter to join the doctor three discord and you can find myself on twitter at alkaline cat um and alkaline dash cat at underscore cat excuse me i i'm don't know why i'm having such a trouble reading right now um and then you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat dragon rider yes you can find me on twitter donnie dk that's d-a-w-n-i-e-d-k uh, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, Dragon Rider TCCG. And every week, talking uh, everything card games over at the TCCG Roundtable. And uh, we do also have a cool giveaway uh, going on right now. Like basically through the end of December, uh, we got affiliated with Inked Gaming. And one cool thing that they have is like one of those monthly boxes that you can get. You can select from like five different card games, like whichever of the f- card games that you like. You can pick like your favorite color. And basically they send you a box with uh, some, you know, kind of random exciting stuff in there. So we were giving one of those away to celebrate. Cool. And Smarms, where can we find you? Uh, both Twitter and Twitch. Uh, or Twitter while it lasts. Um, <laughs> all that on fire boat, you know, still going on. Uh, uh, send me your arms. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, we, I don't. I don't think we mentioned this. This was live, so we did. We did a live show yeah. randomly. I just thought it'd be fun to do one live. So, <laughs> um, yeah. thank you for the people who stopped by Twitch uh, and hung out with us there. And uh, as always, you've been listening to. Doctor Three.
I think we uh, talk a bit about Death Knights, just a little bit, you know, just enough to make the class go boom. <laughs>